Kia ora, you're listening to Speak Out Radio on 106.1 FM. Uh, I'm your host for today, Compass, I use they, them pronouns, and I'm joined by... Kia ora, I'm Sophie, I use she, her pronouns. Hey, I'm Charlie, I use he, him, or they, them pronouns. And I'm Connor, and I use he, him pronouns too. Sick. And uh, we're here today to talk about bi-visibility, because I'm very early to the mark. Bi-visibility day is on September the 23rd, so I'm just like a month early, which, you know what, foresight is a great thing, and I I, I pride myself on it. Well, we're Um, proud of you. Yeah, so, thank you. So I've just collected some bisexuals here today, because I just so happen to not be one, sadly. So that's why I've gathered you all here today, just to like have a yarn about being bi and what that means and all that sort of stuff. Saying, and Connor's laughing at me. And I'm saying angry. you collected some bias sound like you're just like playing Pokemon. You just caught yeah. some bias out in the <laughs> like, wild. I don't even know these people. I just found them on the street. We're just here. We just yeah. fucked up. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I guess a good place to start is what does being bi mean to you? Like, when you think of bi-ness, what do you think of? A great colour scheme. <laughs> really true. It's a better flag than the pan flag. Absolutely. Way better. That is incredibly true. I think, um, I think, oh, sorry. I made a squeaking sound. I'm really sorry. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, I think to me, like, bisexuality is, um, oh, sorry, closer. Is that better? Um, bisexuality is sort of just being able to be, like, um, open about who I am and being, um, it's sort of like a label that it's taken me a long time to kind of come to terms with, I think. Mm. Um, and so for me, it's such a kind of um, a celebration, I suppose, of being able to kind of express that um, and be happy with that um, because it took a took a while to get there. Um, but yeah, I would say. Yeah, I also took a while to get there. Um, I went through many different labels at first and I kind of started with bi and then went to pan and then went to oh, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> Just a bunch of question marks. Exactly, yeah. for a long time. Um, but yeah, I just use bi because it's easy and I like people. Um, yeah. Definitely. And I think, um, like it's interesting, Charlie, what you say, like you go between labels. Like I think for me, that's such a thing that I used to stress about so much and Mm. be like, oh, I need to like pin this down and I need to have like a one specific label. But I think bi can just be sort of a, like an umbrella of labels, you know, it can be like queer and it can be, um, by just by itself and it, it's a whole kind of freedom within that I think for me makes sense anyway. <laughs> um well for me it's a lot more simple just because I was like wow I like girls and then I was like talking with someone and I was like wow I like guys too ain't that freaking wild ain't that a trip then I've stuck with that and then I'm like wow I don't I just love everyone yeah. easy done I'm bisexual yeah because everyone's great, so... Yeah. yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I think one of my favourite things about, like, bias is definitely seeing, like, how it's evolved over time, especially when we look at, like, how we think about gender, is, like, a lot of people use it, like, I'm attracted to men and women, and some people use it as, like, I like everybody and that sort of thing, and some people are, like, I like men and non-binary people and that sort of thing. It was that, like... Is that something like you sort of... Yeah, yeah, it's like really Fluidity. flexible. So. Yeah, yeah. I think that's what I like about it. But do you have something in particular that you really like about being bi and, you know, 
its history or what it means and that sort of thing. I Apart mean, from the flag, Charlie. <laughs> coming to what you said before, like I, like when I originally like figured out I was bisexual, I was like, cool, that means I like guys and I like girls, and that's it. But my current partner is non-binary. Like I sort of figured, what's the point in restricting myself to this like preconception that people have about bisexuality, just because like it's a label. Just yeah, it, it's good to have that sort of freedom with bisexuality and the. Is one of my favorite things about it so yeah definitely I so agree with that Connor. I think like when I was first kind of coming to terms with it I had a lot of like internalized like biphobia I think mm-hmm. and a lot of um sort of being like oh no I'm, I'm definitely I just like women like that's you know I, I couldn't possibly be bisexual <laughs> um and so I think for me it's like to be able to kind of claim that and sort of a, a cool thing and um, kind of just show how that's kind of evolved for me personally is um, I really like about it but yeah absolutely um, I think I came from oh my gosh I can't think of what I'm gonna say <laughs> I had it <laughs> had it on the tip of your no. tongue we support you words Charlie. are hard words yeah. are hard yeah words are so hard yeah and I've, like what you were saying about um, like having internalized biphobia and all that I I guess like as a person that doesn't identify as bi, I kind of can't, you know, conceptualize the fact that you would have to like struggle with this, like I feel feelings for like multiple genders and that sort of thing. Like, do you think it was, do you think we as a society like ex- expect people to like choose or pick a gender? Oh, and that absolutely. Sort of thing? That was one of the first things that I came across was like, oh, why don't you just pick a side? Like you're either yeah. gay or you're straight. You can't just be so greedy. And I was like, that's a, not even a myth. Yeah. Like, that is a real yeah, no, that's the <laughs> thing that happens thing. all the time. That's, like, if you play, like, bisexual bingo, you've got the, the bingo card of people, like, things that people say about bisexuality, and that's, like, the number one thing that people say. It's you got to pick a side, and I'd rather not, thanks. Definitely. I think, like, what you say, kind of, like, with that, it kind of comes, like, there's a, it's, like, a means to an end for a lot of, like, if people think that it's, like, a transition phase or, like, yeah. a, oh, God, oh, well, yeah. this means you're either going to come out the other end as straight or come out the other end as gay. Um, so I think, for me, that was something that I definitely experienced, but... Absolutely. I think a lot of people think that being bi is, like, exclusionary of trans people, but as a trans person, I don't agree with that. Like, I identify as liking two or more people, two and more, like, types of people or genders or whatever. But, yeah, um, I think that kind of weird evaluation that being bi is inherently transphobic is incredibly wrong. Mm. Yeah, and that's something I've been seeing a lot of, like, in the media and just on, like, Instagram and wherever, like you know, being bi is transphobic, like, everybody should just label themselves as pan, because, you know, otherwise... That, that you... was actually yeah. a thing started by 4chan. Oh. Yeah, to, to try and attack uh, the LGBT community. Really? Good yeah. old 4chan. I mean, who's surprised about that, to be honest? Yeah. Yeah, but it is something that I've been seeing a lot, so do you have any, like, thoughts or opinions or anything like that? Because a lot of, like, Sophie and Charlie, you both said that you sort of, like, you've used pan as a label, you've used bi as a label... What sort of, what are your thoughts on that? No, um, yeah, I mean, I definitely feel like that's influenced, like, I, that's something I've had to kind of, like, um, reckon with is be like, oh, well, I, I do, I, like, I don't want this to be a transphobic label, you know, and so how do you kind of present that to to people and be like, um, and if that's kind of the, the view of it, then it's, you're like, oh, well, pansexuality, that, that seems to, you know, kind of fit. Um, and so I guess it's just kind of like understanding that it is 
what you define it as and if you um you know if you adopt the label and, and use it in that way then that's that's what it means to you you know mm-hmm. um, i think people who don't identify as bi telling bi people how who they're allowed to like and how they're, they're allowed to identify yeah. within that is just really useless and not productive yeah definitely i think it is definitely interesting like um because when I was sort of coming to terms with it all, like it is, you do sort of want to be like, oh, well, pansexuality sounds more, you know, inclusive. And that's kind of how I want to represent myself. But, you know, does that mean that, what does that mean for my identity and things like that? And yeah. so I sort of think bi and pan to me are interchangeable. Um, yeah. yeah. Two sides of the same coin, but mm-hmm. that's not the same for everyone. Yeah. I think like a, that, like a lot of my bi and pan friends, it's, it's sort of like, you can interchange them a bit, even though they are separate identities. It is like for some people, they do mean sort of the same thing in their eyes. Mm. Um, is that something that you all agree with? or? I think depending on who I'm around, like if I'm around other queer people, I'm more likely to use pan. But if I'm yeah, if I'm around a bunch of straight people and I'm like, they're not going to know what that means and I can't be bothered explaining what that means, I'll just use bi because it's yeah. a lot easier and the flag's still better. So. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a lot of a lot of friends who um, will sort of say, "Oh, pan pan's too abstract, or mm-hmm. you know, too kind of niche." Whereas, oh, bisexuality, oh, that's that's yeah. on the you know that's in the dictionary. A, that one's I know that's Yeah, okay. exactly. So I guess it's you do you well for me. I find I adapt to that a lot of the time. Like you say, Charlie, like yeah, you kind of pitch your you work to your audience, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I've never actually experienced that personally. Like, I've found that my friends, like, I've been lucky enough to have friends that just don't really care, which is sort of what I'm looking for. They're like, yeah, cool, be yourself. It's it's fantastic. Love you, man. I'm like, yay, thank you. so good to hear. Bless. Yeah. Bless. Bless up. Oh, I was thinking of something and I forgot it. We're on the same page, shall we? Um, Yeah, I, I guess, like, especially since we've just had Day of Silence on the 16th and we do talk quite a bit about biphobia in that space what like can you give me like a definition of what biphobia is and how it's different from homophobia let's say somebody somebody bite the bullet somebody take it (laughs) um yeah i mean i would say um that one of the main differences is just sort of erasure really um lack of acknowledgement or um like we were just saying before like sort of um thinking of it as like a means to an end or a means to a different identity um I think that's probably one of the biggest things um that I've witnessed from other people but also from myself like I think I definitely used to do that to myself um so it's yeah I think that's probably one of the main um main things I think for um like in my experience sort of the um generation above us like parents find it a lot harder to kind of come to terms with because they've kind of come through the in my case um uh, you know they've come through the the days of it being like gay being not okay and so they're kind of like oh well I'm all good with that but oh but this whole new sort of yeah but what are you throwing at me now you know (laughs) um so I think that's probably one of the the main things um is sort of being like oh I'm gay and um people being like oh I, I understand what that is but kind of this additional element of people not really understanding how it works, maybe. Mm. <laughs> Is that? <laughs> yeah, I think also like bisexual, oh, what am I saying? Biphobia is often portrayed in the media as like, or like that's how, how I see it in the media is when it's people who are saying they identify, 
identify as bisexual and they're like over sexual and they have so many different partners and it means that they can't like stay with one person and they can't commit and that's like definitely the representation in the media is often this Mm -hmm. one like very narrow view of what bisexuality can be and it's never like anything else yeah and it's also like that thing of like oh they just don't like labels and they'll never actually call themselves Mm. bi it's Mm. like it's like you yeah representation why don't we have more of it yeah so true so true yeah and also i like what you like to say about like the color scheme and the flags because i like can think of so many movies where i'm like i see a good bi color scheme (laughs) like is this subtext they queer yeah 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 um, and I guess as well, under biphobia, that sort of thing, like, as you were saying before, like, there are a lot of myths mm-hmm. around bisexuality. Like, do you have a couple of, like, favourite, least favourites that, like, you hear a lot or you just find extremely funny? I mean, I can look up the uh, bisexual bingo card <laughs> if you like, <laughs> because I was reading through it last night, I think, actually, with my brother. So, <laughs> That's a actually a bisexual bingo. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. Else. It's a fun party game. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, I think for me, one of the biggest ones is that whoever you're sort of dating, that means you've turned gay or turned straight mm. or that person you're dating at the at whatever time dictates your sexuality. Um, mm. I think that's probably a thing that a lot of people um, deal with, a lot of bisexual people. Um, yeah, I guess the sort of idea that it's, um, yeah, not real. <laughs> it's yeah. probably a, yeah. a big thing. Um, yeah. yeah. Actually, I remember an interview that um, Anna Paquin did with Larry King. Yeah. And uh, Larry King was like, okay, so you're married to a man. That means you're straight. And she was just like, no, I'm still bi. Yeah. I am still bi, even though I'm married Nothing's to a man. Nothing's changed. Yeah. And also, like, um, oh, she plays Rosa. Um, Stephanie... Uh, oh, Beatrice, yeah. yeah. I love like, her so much. Yeah, who She's is an amazing. icon, bicon. Yeah, bicon. Yeah, who doesn't love her, honestly? Oh, she's so great. Yeah. She's amazing. And I think Rosa as a character on Brooklyn Nine-Nine was, like, probably one of the first characters that actually, like, labelled themselves as bi from what I've seen. Of, like, and portrayed just... it really well. Mm. Uh, uh, what an angel, honestly. Like, the coming out scene with Captain Holt at the end of, like, I can't remember what episode it was, but that, like, I legit almost started crying. I was like, this is so wholesome. Yeah. <laughs> Man, such this is good, so good. Such good representation. Good job, guys. Proud of y'all. Um, one of the things that I read the other day was this sort of topical example, but Miley Cyrus, um, yeah, toasty example, but um, made, a, <laughs> um, made a post and was like, oh, um, sort of everyone's saying that because I'm married, was married, um, oh. to... <laughs> a man, um, it sort of disregards my my queer identity, and a lot of people are saying like, "Oh, you've kind of pitched this like view of being like queer and being like this kind of whole identity." And she was like, "But that's that's it. This is me best representing that identity is my freedom to be, to love who I love. And if that's a man, it's a man. If it's not a man, it's not a man. You know." And so um, that sort of struck with me as being like such an important kind of back backlash against that kind yeah. of view of oh you kind of promote yourself as, as you know, as a, having a queer identity, but then you're married to a man. You know, that kind of just goes against the whole concept, yeah. I think. Yeah. But yeah, pop culture, definitely. Um, yeah. Do any of you have, like, a, a favourite by character or celebrity? 
other than Rosa, because oh, we all know she's number one. Answer. She's number one. <laughs> I mean, I'd have to look up who it is, because I yeah. don't really know too many, yeah. to be honest. It's like, good luck thinking of a bi character, yeah. all right? Yeah. You... Keenan Lonsdale. Ooh. <laughs> Tell us more. <laughs> Tell us more. He's blue and loves Simon, and he didn't come out to the cast until, like, the last day of shooting, but I love him a lot, and he's just, like, really gorgeous and really wonderful. Um, yeah, he has some really good looks. That's all. Amazing. 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 I, not to change the topic to a negative, but I can give you an example of a bad representation. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I was talking about this with some of my friends the other day in Orange is the New Black. Kind Ooh, of, I haven't oh. actually seen the new season, so I don't know kind of how this has progressed, but Piper, um, in the sort of the first couple of seasons, I think the representation of how she's portrayed as mm-hmm. liking men and women is kind of problematic i would say in i swear they don't even say the word by in orange is the new black like i haven't watched the latest season so please don't at me but like <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah especially change. in like the first two Charlie's seasons not at all yeah yeah you know. were gonna say charlie oh no i realized it was irrelevant never mind everything no. you say is relevant Nothing's charlie relevant. <laughs> oh, it, charlie it i didn't love you work. charlie <laughs> charlie say what you mean say what you feel yeah Oof. um yeah, but no, I, I think that's such a kind of important, um, like, that just stood out to me so much as being, like, a, a, mm. like an invalidation of that, I yeah. think. Um, totally. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Yeah, I remember, like, watching the first season of Orange is the New Black and just being like, is it going to come up? Like, do they just, like, what is this? It was just, like, really uncomfortable ignorance. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, do any of you have, like, any, like, pet peeves about being bi? Pet peeves. No. Um, <laughs> I mean, I have I have a few people in my life who still like to kind of think, be like, oh, but, but you're actually this. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like that's probably, but that's not about the actual identity, that's about other people. Um, mostly everyone's, it's such a kind of great place to be and um yeah i love it um pet peeves i'm trying to think liking me <laughs> wow that's true. take that back okay. i mean yeah that, that that's fair enough yeah no. yeah i mean i guess because we talked a little bit about how what by being by means like with this entire like spectrum of gender as well like how i mean like we have like a lovely little variety here of like do you as like charlie you as like a trans non-binary person do you like yeah you do do you think your experience is different and you being like a lovely man do you think like you have different experiences as well and you too sophie Mm -hmm. yeah or do you think like your experiences might be different from other people's experiences just because of how you identify I just think that, like, generally being attracted to people is always going to be different as a trans person because there's always this, like, worry that people aren't going to be attracted to you because you're trans or because your body doesn't look, like, cis enough Mm. and that kind of stuff. So I guess, like, when it comes to being attracted to other people, there's always that kind of thought in the back of my brain, like, that internalised transphobia that I'm, like, not good enough. Mm. And so, like, either way it's like, well, it doesn't really matter that I like that many people because, like, uh, yeah, but... I don't think it affects the actual bisexuality. It's just like, 
it, I think just generally being attracted to people and being in relationships is very different than if you're a cis person who like feels safe and comfortable in their body because you like have different boundaries and all that kind of stuff. I totally feel that. Mm. I totally feel that. Especially, like, being a non-binary person. It is sort of, like, people do make, ex- like, they make assumptions about your body and that sort of thing as well, mm. which is, like, not great and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And how would you say, like, uh, sort of interacting with, you know, the rainbow community, how would you say, like, do you feel comfortable interacting with the rainbow community and that sort of stuff? Like, do you feel, you know welcome i love you all i love all guys you're asking me or everyone i'm i'm just making eye contact with you charlie but i'm asking everybody yeah um most of the time honestly like um i have definitely encountered some biphobia within the rainbow community especially in dating as well they're like oh you're bi that means you're gonna cheat on me or you know whatever because people have like another stigma against bisexuals is that you know the whole you know you're a sleazy you know you're gonna sleep around with everyone so that was a like interesting thing to deal with especially because like you wouldn't expect people within the rainbow community to be trying to outcast other people mm-hmm. within their own community which is interesting to deal with yeah yeah no for sure i found um like i've been really fortunate um with organizations like inside out and gender minorities outside or like just kind of the like complete like unquestioning of your like place there like I feel like especially with Inside Out like no one's ever like oh um so how do you identify in order to do this workshop or to do this thing you know it's just sort of like this is your place and you know um if you feel like you are here then that's what matters you know um so I feel like I think this is the first time I've probably like said to anyone that I was bisexual I think I was thinking about this the other day I was like just like you know you just kind of um I think there's just that like unconditional like acceptance within it well I'm in my opinion I think that yeah isn't like I can't speak for everyone obviously um but yeah definitely I think within like because I often just use sort of the label like queer um, in a lot of situations, yeah. Um, and so I think that kind of allows a lot of freedom of um, of just sort of being like, oh, I don't really have to kind of pinpoint exactly what I mean, but you know that this is kind of the community that I'm that I'm in. But yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Yeah. I mean, I sort of agree with what you say <laughs> with Inside Out is that I'm just sort of like, when I see people at Inside Out, I'm just like, oh, okay, we found like another another rainbow person another another friend yet another one yeah but yeah is that something that you find in like rainbow spaces or like any other space of like you don't really feel the need to bring up your identity or it's sort of like you feel a bit like yeah i mean usually i just don't find that i need to bring it up at all like even outside of rainbow communities like it's it's a label. It, it isn't, like, the main part of myself. It's just a thing. It's an, it's an attraction. It doesn't, like... It's not a defining thing of people. That's what I find, personally. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think, for me, like, in the past, when I've um, been in relationships with um, with men, that I do sort of feel this need to still kind of... Um, make myself make it known that I'm bisexual I think to kind of be like because oh, totally. that is a part of me that I um that I do place kind of importance on and so I think that um that can kind of be hard to navigate sometimes when you sort of present as this like 
heterosexual relationship um, to kind of be like, oh, where do I stand in this and how do I still kind of like um, honour this part of me that I think is quite important to me personally. Um, Like claim your queerness. Yeah, claim the queerness in that. Um, And so I've found that that can kind of be hard, but... um, yeah, in the big scheme of things, <laughs> not not terrible by any yeah. means. But. Yeah, yeah. Do like, I know for me personally, like in my relationships, I'm always like, this must be read as queer. Like, mm. I love it when people are like, <laughs> if like old people would be really offended by seeing me hold their hand, I'm like. Yeah, I'm like, this is a good relationship, just being read as queer in yeah. general and also in, like, my relationships as well. Do you think that's something that's important, is that something that's important to you, like, being read as queer in your relationships or in your, like, everyday life as an individual? I think in some ways being read as queer, um, I work in, like, a very middle-class white neighbourhood that's pretty, not, I mean, it's Wellington, so it's not, like, super... Um, What's the word? It starts with a C. Conservative. <laughs> Conservative. Thank you, Sophie. Um, I entirely was thinking of a difference. <laughs> entirely. Um, but I think in terms of, like, my safety and being read as a queer person, I don't always want to. And, like, I'm thinking about moving to Hamilton next year, and that's something that I'm being very aware of is my, like, physical safety and, like, what people could say to me and that kind of stuff. But also, like, in queer spaces and in safe spaces, I love being read as queer. And, like, that's what I want. Like, I don't want people to see me and think, that is a straight man. Mm. <laughs> that is not my goal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's a, like, sad but such true point, eh? That, mm. um, you do have to just pick, pick when it's a safe time to present that, I suppose. Eh? Yeah. You just looked at me very expectantly. <laughs> Do you think I prepared Take for the this? Reins. Yes. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, um, we do have to end soon. So I guess, like this being on air, and this is probably going to reach more people, like, you know, cis het people. Is there anything that you would want them specifically to know of, like, how can you be an ally to, you know, bi people, or what are like one misconception that you really want to shut down. Take it, Charlie. Go. I can't think of anything. Oh, Charlie. Can any of you think of anything? I mean, I think just looking at, um, I've got some, like, incredible, I'm incredibly lucky to have such good allies in my life. Um, Shout out to my friends, Jules and Rebecca. But but I think that um, that just sort of being being there for people who want to, you know, open up to you and, um, and then once if they do and, um, just kind of acknowledging that that's a, like, that shows that they feel safe with you and comfortable to share that information. And then, um, yeah, just know that it's like a continuous journey for people and, um, you do have to come out multiple times in your life. So it's not just one event. Um, and that will kind of continue to, um, take a, take a role in that person's life, I think. I think just generally to not make assumptions, um, especially like if people are in straight relationships, don't make assumptions that they're straight. And if they're in Mm -hmm. gay relationships, don't make assumptions that they're gay. And like, also it's none of your business normally. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, yeah, just let people live. Yeah, exactly. Um, We've come to the end of our time on air, but you can carry on listening to this conversation on our Podbean and Spotify. You've been listening to Speak Out Radio on 106.1 FM.
and we're back. And we started talking about literally everything. <laughs> like, we had an entire conversation while not recording. We were just talking about our star signs. It was just saying, like, how, um, like, on Instagram, they have those, like, those bingo, like, things of star signs. And people will post them and I'll go to, like, the account that did it and just go to the Aries one. Because I'm an Aries and I don't care about other star signs. <laughs> what are your star signs? <laughs> I am a Sagittarius. I'm a Taurus. Yeah. I'm a Pisces, the obviously best one. Controversial. <laughs> Fight me. <laughs> I'm the same as Tabby Beasley, so I win. Yeah, yeah. Everybody loves Tabby Beasley. <laughs> yeah. But also I feel like, you know, us Aries, we just have a great time. You know? I feel like when you see an Aries or you interact with an Aries, you know that they're an Aries. <laughs> wow. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, I think... Either we're really angry or really energetic, and that's all I get from these bingo boards. <laughs> like, yeah, that seems pretty speaking on point. Of bingo. Yeah, speaking yeah, spe- of bingo. Speaking of bingo, we're finally back to bisexual bingo. Yeah, so. thank you for that segue. <laughs> yes, no worries. Yeah. I've been waiting for one the whole time. Yeah. Good job. Anyway, um, here's Wonderwall. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, I'll pull up my guitar. <laughs> so I pulled up a bisexual bingo card with things that people say when you come out to them as bisexual and we can just talk about how we relate to those experiences. So we're going to play it. Yeah. We're going to play we're bisexual bingo. We're ready to play drink. bisexual bingo. Yeah. Okay. So, so Sophie, <laughs> it's not a drinking game. <laughs> Every time you relate, you take a shot. Yeah. Okay? Uh, no it's goodness. just a phase. What do people think? Oh, about that? Yeah. I feel like even as not a bisexual, I can like take a shot to that. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's just a general a meta- life. Yeah, <laughs> a metaphorical questions. shot. Yeah. yeah, from a like trans point of view, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. I feel like uh, Charlie and I, we like talk about being like trans and like non-binary a lot. It's like it's not a um it's not a phase or it's a phase comes up so often. Yeah. yeah. Also on that note, like people when adults say it might just be a phase or it is a phase, it's like, well, okay, if it is a phase, can you just support me in that and just accept me and, like, let's move on? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I feel that so much. What's so wrong with a phase? It's yeah. a phase that'll last until I die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. such a good point. I'm, that's yeah. a good way of explaining it to people. Yeah. And I feel like, as well, when you're saying, like, oh, it's just a phase, therefore, like, you're not, I'm not going to respect you in that, it's like people are allowed to, like, experiment and try out different labels and all that jazz and putting like negative connotations on that like just discourages people from trying out different stuff and trying to figure out what they're comfortable with so I'm just like I got real heated I don't like that at all like just support people please definitely yeah Nice. Yeah. Next on the bingo board. Number two is isn't that confusing? (laughs) 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 <laughs> we just like looked at each other as if we aren't already so yeah. confused yeah you're confusing me yeah more no i'm kidding my mom's great yeah <laughs> i think <laughs> she is love you mom um shout out to isn't that confusing mom? i think the confusing part is when it's other people make it confusing mm. right like um the fact that it's not fully represented and fully kind of understood means that there's not a whole bunch of information out there and there's not a whole bunch... I mean, it's definitely getting better now, but um, there's not a whole bunch that you can kind of um, find out, you know, when you're kind of going through it when you're younger. And so, yeah, that mm. is confusing, definitely. Mm. Yeah. A little and bit. Yeah. I've, like, 
stuff I talk about, like, or I think about, I don't talk about it because I'm just, like, I just stay in my own mind all the time. It's, like, we're never, like, told about the differences between, like, romantic or platonic feelings, that sort of thing. And that's where I, like, I reckon especially if, like me as a younger queer person that's where I got a lot of confusion from because I was like oh I feel this towards boys and it's like completely platonic but like I misinterpreted that as being romantic because that's what it was supposed to be yeah. like you th- and I, I reckon it just gets more complicated when you feel those feelings for a variety of genders which yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. validate me <laughs> yeah I think I mean I can obviously only speak for myself but especially like women like growing up you're kind of all very like you know close anyway and so you're sort of like oh do I just like this girl in a friend way because we're all just being you know gals being pals, gals being pals. <laughs> um so definitely but I mean I think it's a lot different um for other you know um yeah identities yeah. yeah how about you two are you both confused always, always. Yeah. <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> Yes. Um, uh, No, I don't really find it that confusing. Like, and it it isn't a confusing topic, really. Like, it's not that hard to understand. I like these people and these people and everyone else as well. Mm. So, what's the problem here? Yeah. It seems like the least confusing, like, Mm. (laughs) like, of everything. It's like, you just like people. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think sometimes um, cishet adults find it confusing because they're like, hang on, but how do you, how can I make you a heterosexual? Like, and and they're confused and like that kind of, how can I read this coming out as you being straight and like marrying a, being a Mm. cis woman, marrying a cis man kind of thing. Mm. Like they, yeah. Definitely. And I think like for people, oops, sorry. Um, Just apologize to the bench. Um, It's like, it's easier for people to understand sort of like, oh, you're gay. Okay, well, I'm attracted to this one gender and you're attracted to this gender. Then, okay, I kind of get that. Whereas I think bi and pan for a lot of people, it's sort of like, oh, but but that's so much and there's so many and it's so confusing. Um, That kind of leads perfectly into another one, which... It's a good old segue, the good old, um, you're just being greedy. (laughs) (laughs) Insert greedy by Ariana Grande. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Oh, apparently Manchester Pride didn't go well. I was just putting it out there. I was scrolling through Twitter feed last night about Manchester Pride, and I was like, apparently TERFs showed up at, um, at the beginning of the, like at the front of the parade, and like apparently TERF groups have been doing it in England, going to like parades, showing up. And what I'm, do they expect to achieve? Yeah, I'm just like, yeah, it was, oh, I got really sidetracked, I'm sorry. But yeah. For, for, our listeners, for our listeners who don't know what a TERF is. Uh, um, tra- trans-exclusionary radical feminist, um, which is basically just um, a cis, mostly women, um, you know, excluding trans people from the narrative of feminism and also just like, invalidating trans people's existence in general and it's just super toxic and unhealthy and also it's really important to acknowledge that it does come from the rainbow community as well like you know people do exclude trans people inside the rainbow community yeah exactly like with biphobia as well of like bi people get erased within the rainbow community as well yeah that's what 
I brought it back to bisexuality. Thank you. Did, you get, yeah. did you get that? I am so proud of you. <laughs> yeah. 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 I got really sidetracked there. Greedy. God damn. Greedy. Yeah, that was greedy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I love you. Okay. Uh, let's read out some more. Um, oh, yeah. So people saying, oh, so you're gay now, or oh, so you're straight now. Mm-hmm. Just assuming that you're one of the two, even though you've just said that you're not. How do people uh, feel yes, about that? Yes, the two genders. Yes. 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 That, is, that is another one on here, <laughs> saying genders. that bisec- bisexuals are only attracted to bi genders, which is another <laughs> card on there, which is equally ridiculous. Yeah. How do we feel about that? Good call. <laughs> <laughs> How do we feel about yeah. that? Yeah, ridiculous, yeah. obviously. Yeah. I feel like that's what y'all have been like saying like over and over again is like your relationships do not define you as a person yeah Mm. and like yeah Yeah. it's dumb yeah it's dumb should we get into some spicy ones oh yes we we did mention (laughs) some spicy ones let's talk about threesomes for a second that is is spicy (laughs) i told you it was spicy um because people generally assume that because you're bisexual you will join their threesome because why? Why, why? why do you think people would think that? Why do you think people would think that? Yeah, we were talking about um, Tinder earlier in the, in the break. Um, and if you're going through Tinder, it's a lot of, uh, oh, looking for bi women for threesome. <laughs> yeah. Which, um, yeah, I don't know whether. I mean, that just kind of comes down, I suppose, to the whole, like, promiscuousness myth. Um, and kind of the idea that all bisexual people are non-monogamous or, um, yeah. Which some are and some aren't, and yeah. that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's valid. Everybody's yeah. Hell's yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Do we have any more spicy bingo? I feel like... There's so much I really want to... I want to, like, dress up as, like, you know, like, really stereotypical old people and then do, like bingo on different like yeah. genders and sexualities. I feel like we should make that happen. I mean, there's a bisexual one here. There's an asexual one. Mm. My brother would like that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, they People are. People have so much time. Yeah. 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 Imagine making yeah. a whole bingo. I love it. Fun party games for the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> we should totally do Rainbow Bingo. We should. Like, in, like every Thursday evening, we meet <laughs> yeah. up, we have tea and biscuits, and we do Queer Bingo. Just us four, no one else. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody else is invited. This is We did a, um, an event with Inside Out. It was two years ago, and it was called Glitter and Gold. And it was, I don't know if any of you were there, but it was a um, had young people from the rainbow community and older people from the rainbow community and we all just got together for like tea and scones and it was it was it's oh, changed my so life fun. honestly yeah. it was one of my favorite oh, things so. ever um but they just like told us about their lives and we told them about our lives and yeah. i think a bingo was on the cards yeah at um at the beginning of the year during pride charlie and i we both ran like a quiz night and i'm just like i feel like every pride we should choose a different game yeah and just like until we've reached the end of all games. Definitely. Yeah, just and hey, if you guys want to do bingo. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's play yeah. some bingo. Yeah. <laughs> let's all just talk about the One logistics of, the of bingo now. Hardcore <laughs> games in existence. Yeah. All right. Um, and we, during our break that, like, genuinely we should have recorded our break because it was great. <laughs> it was entertaining. Yeah, it was entertaining. We had a great time. Um, we were talking about, like, maybe you sharing your 
like your experience as a young, as a younger person discovering your identity and then like your coming out process as well because I feel like a lot of the time you know especially in media like we don't really see coming out stories of bi people that much mostly because there aren't a whole heap of bi people in media yeah so who would like to start us off with spilling your guts I'm being called out here. Yeah, yeah, at me. yeah. Okay, well, I'll start <laughs> Take off. Take it away. Because I think mine's reasonably simple anyway. So I'd say I'm, like, I'd say a young queer, as in I haven't been out for that long. I only sort of started this self-discovery thing maybe two or three years ago and then came out pretty quickly after that. I was lying in bed messaging a friend of mine. I was like, Let's just tell someone. Let's see how it goes. And I was like, I was like terrified though, because I didn't know how it would go, because I've never done this before, and it went well. And like, I was crying in bed. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yes, this went well. Oh my gosh, it was happy tears, wasn't sad tears. And then, like, I did quickly discover that I don't like feel the need to come out to people as like an event. Like, I feel mm. like I can just bring it up as like a conversation thing generally because I'm lucky enough as I said earlier to have quite accepting friends but I am also not out to my parents though and they were asking what I was doing today I was like I'm doing a radio show and they're like what's it about I'm like I'll tell you later yeah <laughs> you never know yeah during uh like a, a while ago um during non-binary episode I was like I talked a little bit as well, like with my sexuality, I didn't really feel the need to come out. I was just like, I'll just exist and people can figure it out if they, you know, if they can. And I feel like that's another thing of like, we expect people to make a big event out of coming out. But like, like you said earlier, Sophie, with like, you know, you have to, you know, you have to come out constantly and making a big event out of it all the time would just be like emotion yeah be like emotionally draining um on that note i was on my way to the bus stop one day and like i was like running to catch the bus and i passed my friend this was in year nine and i said to her i was like oh hey by the way i'm bisexual and then she said to a friend that i came out too casually so she didn't believe me which is like so (laughs) ridiculous incredibly ridiculous Why was there no fan for you? I needed, like, streamers. Why did no one cry? (laughs) Exactly. I want tears! (laughs) And, like, she's learned and grown since then, but it's just, like, I guess that thing, especially when you're younger and also with older people, or just generally people who haven't educated themselves, it's just, like, this weird expectation that coming out has to be such a big deal and it has to be, like, me being nervous about it or something like that. It's like, I'm just telling you something. Yeah. No, that's really cool to hear, Connor, as well, that you're just like, this is just a part of my life that I don't, you know, place. I mean, it's a part of my identity, but I'm not, like, you know, consumed you know. by it. It's not everything I kind of think about. I think that's kind of a common misconception when you sort of come out to someone, they're like, oh, this is your whole life. Like, this is all you've been thinking about for the past, you know, which it can be, definitely. Um, yeah. But that's good to hear a different side of that. To know? be fair, I think I think about being queer quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, like yeah, don't get me wrong. Like, <laughs> sometimes I just talk about wake it constantly. Yeah, <laughs> I wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, wow, I'm gay, and then I go back <laughs> to sleep. Yeah, love that. Yeah, and like you were saying with your parents of like, yeah, 
I mean, just continue with your story, really. (laughs) I mean, there's not really too much else to it. Just, yeah, I'm pretty lucky to have accepting friends that I don't, like, make a big deal about who I am. And they have been, you know, they've been lovely for the past few years. And, yeah, I am definitely looking forward to a day where I can, like, talk to my parents about that. But Mm -hmm. they are extremely Christian. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know the type. I'm sure people listening know the type as well. That sort of not psycho Christian, but you know, they're definitely <laughs> involved in that sort of community. So yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Well, we'll be here for support. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Thank you. Also, when you said psycho Christian, I immediately thought of like psychedelic Christian. Yeah. Like you walk into like a church and it's just like Everyone's, Everyone's <laughs> tripping. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's on acid. Everyone's lying on the floor just going, whoa, dude. It's like somebody's just playing like the same note on an organ over and over again. <laughs> yeah. The patterns, man. The patterns. Let's make this happen. Yeah. Dude, we should start a church. <laughs> Where we do, we play one note, not an organ, yeah. and play bingo. Yeah. Dude, I am down. Yeah. So, my lovely Charlie, the love of my life, would you like to take it away? Sure. Um, so, I guess I... Okay, this is a little bit complicated, because at the time I thought I was a girl, and at the time this person also thought they were a girl. So, like... yeah bear with um so i was sitting on the floor of my friend's room and they were playing the ukulele in their pajamas and i had come over i think i was just dropping off mandarins to their house or something um (laughs) as you do (laughs) they really like mandarins (laughs) it's important um but i remember just sitting there and just looking at them and remember i thought i was a woman and they thought they were a woman so like it was, like, gay in that way. Um, and I was sitting there, and I knew that I liked men because I am a mess and get crushes a lot. Um, <laughs> you don't have to tell me twice. <laughs> um, Do you share a letter? Need a moment? No. no, no. <laughs> okay. It's like whatever Charlie... But like, well, Compass has got some yeah. gay panic yeah. going on right no, now. No, when Charlie used to, like, <laughs> see, like, a lovely man, Charlie would just, like, look at me and go what a lovely man or like would message me and was like I just saw this really cute boy and I was like yeah. <laughs> it was like it was really wholesome anyway yeah. now that we're done calling me out um Charlie's gay <laughs> Charlie's bi <laughs> but, also, yeah, but also very gay it's true I do use gay a lot um but I, I was just like sitting there and I was like wow this person is really beautiful and I yeah we had been friends for quite a long time and I just had a very um what was well what I thought was a gay moment but is now not a gay moment. Um but yeah, that was me realizing that I was attracted to women or someone who then identified as a woman <laughs> and no longer does. Um yeah, and then I guess that was very easy for me. Could you say that it's like still gay now though? Because neither of you were women. Yeah, because we're both non binary, yeah. so it's still gay. Hella yes. queer. It was hella queer. Yeah. Like on many levels. <laughs> Definitely. Like, you have reached, like, queer inception here. (laughs) Next level. (laughs) You're just jumping from queer to queer. (laughs) Yeah, but they had come out to me probably a couple months earlier as bi, um, and then I, yeah, I think I just kind of told people from there, um, 
Yeah, and then I never really told, I only told my parents that I was bi because I have, like, I was like, wrote them this letter about being trans. I was like, oh, I may as well throw it in there, you know, like, <laughs> just so they know. Sprinkle that in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we're at it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I think when I came out to them, I didn't, I like intentionally didn't use a label because at that point I was kind of like, I don't know, I don't really like labels. Um, yeah, and then one of my parents went and like, said they were talking to me and they were like were being supportive but they used the term bi and I was like hmm I don't, haven't used that label with you but okay and but like now it's something that I identify with but I guess being pushed into labels is also kind of a thing that happens mm-hmm. um but all my friends and stuff I went to Wellington High School so um everyone was pretty chill all my teachers and not that I like came out to everyone like all at once being like ah, I'm bi I definitely came out to people more about being trans because it's like actually changing how you talk about me and like, yeah. Yeah. Sophie, you're up. You're in the hot seat. Um, yeah, I mean, oh, what happened? Um, I think, well, let's, let's relay back. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I definitely, um, I was probably about 13, 14 kind of age when I, maybe about, I would say 14, 15, um, when I was like, oh, I think I am attracted to women. Um, and for me, that just immediately translated into lesbian. And so I was like, cool, that's it. That's, I'm done. That's perfect. And I always had this, like, need to put things into such a box. Like, I was like, right, I need to, like, label the absolute shit out of this, you know? Like, um, and so I think I was like... Um, I'm gonna. <laughs> I, that's gonna be the title of this episode. <laughs> it's a label the absolute shit out. Of yeah, me. I mean that is me to a T. I'm like, right, I need to be organised. I need to have this, this, this. And so for me, I think bisexuality was in no way a part of that, which I, you know, now it definitely is. But um, but at the time, I was kind of like, oh, yep, cool, I'm gay, and I think I didn't really realise I was attracted to men at that point. Um, so it made it quite easy to sort of just be like, cool. Um, and I. Yeah, I think I just sort of went along with that for quite a few years and then um, probably up until about first year of uni, really. Um, and even if I sort of found myself being attracted to me and I was like, oh, but, you know, we'll just kind of push that down. And my friends always used to say I was a closet heterosexual, which <laughs> is, like, incredibly problematic. But at the time I was like, oh, ha-ha, no, no. Um, and so I probably should have kind of from the get-go been like, all right, that's a it's a a signal um but I didn't I was sort of like oh yes yep gay 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 um and then I think I probably got to yeah it was probably like first year and I was like okay like um I need to kind of acknowledge these feelings and be like no I can like all genders and um and not just women um and that's something that I need to kind of you know just kind of stop denying to myself I think um which is sort of, I feel like, a weird opposite of a lot of people's kind of coming out stories. I was kind of had to, you know, be like, oh, no, I, I am not gay, <laughs> you know. Um, but, yeah, and so I'm, yeah, I'm so lucky. Like, I um, uh, only came out to my parents last, in the summer, so in, like, December. Um, but I told them I was involved with gender minorities um, and Inside Out, and so I think they probably knew. But <laughs> but in my head, I was like, oh, they have no idea. They've got no clue. Oh, I'm so I'm so like under the radar. Um, and then and yeah, and they're great. Like my mum always sends me articles about like anything sort of queer related. She'll be like, oh, there's an article about a queer person. I'm like, Th- thanks, mum. This you know, I did need this. I don't have enough you know <laughs> exposure in my life. Um, 
And yeah, my friends are like incredible. Other than I was sort of saying before about the kind of like, oh, pansexual, that's too much. Um, but that's, I feel like the like most I could ask for, you know, it's um, I'm really, really fortunate and it's not the case for so many people. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. probably me, really. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I'm oh, just I'm like, I'm like I'm like processing. I'm like processing. those are really good stories. And I feel like it's yeah. cool that, that they're all different, you know. Yeah. It's um, just kind yeah. of representative of Yeah. Yeah. I think as well. Like it's I think we put ourselves into like we need to have this stereotypical narrative of like this is the age where you have to know and this is the age where you have to come out and these are the people that you have to come out to and that sort of thing. Yeah. Whereas like everybody's um, you know, journey is completely different and like you know some people are out from like the age of five and some people aren't out until they're like 50 and everybody's so different and yeah and I think that's really important to acknowledge as well and I think we were sort of talking about it before as well um um and that's something I've definitely felt of like feeling like my coming out story wasn't isn't interesting enough or it isn't like but I feel like it's sort of that thing of like I've said it so many times during our break of like, it's not interesting to you because it's your story or something yeah. like that. But it's so important for other people to hear that, like, you know, what they're experiencing is, you know, OK and valid and other people have gone through it as well. Yeah. Yeah. And you want to, like, normalise it, you know, like, and it is just such a normal thing that happens and people go through and to kind of just have the the only um, stories represented being that of kind of really awful things. Um mm isn't you know isn't kind of the story that you want kind of perpetuated but um I was just gonna say as well on Connor's point like um about parents like I took quite a while to come out to my parents and I think it's because I didn't kind of know what to say because I was like well if I can just be like I'm gay then that's just sort of there it is but I was like do I say oh I'm bi do I say oh I'm kind of not sure you know like I was sort of like I don't know how to kind of word it um which I think was a was a big part of kind of waiting so long to sort of and then I was like oh I'll wait till I you know have a girlfriend and then I'll tell them and then it's just sort of like oh I'll just rip the band-aid off but no so I, I definitely understand that like 100 percent Yeah. <laughs> spicy. Yeah. Spicy. Yeah. Parents are wild. It's like you never know. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it's when, a roller yeah. I feel like that's a, like everybody has such a like a strange relationship with their parents that like everyone can sort of relate to when it's wild and whack. Um, yeah. Anyway, my side tangent about parents. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. I, I think as well in our break, we were talking about different like shows and by representation. Um, because we were sort of talking about how, um, like, beforehand we couldn't really think of any bi characters or any bi representation, and then during our break we were like, let's find some things with bi representation in them. Let's and Google. Yeah, that let's Google it. Um, uh, so I pointed out that Brittany and Glee had, like, one bi line. I think it was, like... Um, uh, yeah, I, I remember the scene specifically. It's Kurt saying, like he's a unicorn or something like that. And then Brittany was like, yeah, I'm a unicorn too. Or maybe a bicorn. And that's it. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. I, remember, I remember. I remember. Presenting. Yeah. Yeah. Representation. Uh, that's what I remember. Yeah. And we were also talking about um, the L word 
which is notorious with its representation of like anything other than cis lesbians. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, isn't Alice? Yeah. Bi- Alice is bisexual and they sort of say like, oh, you've gone, they like ostracize her. They're like, mm. oh, you've gone back to men or you've, and this is in a show that is supposed to be for queer people and like, yeah. you know. Yeah. But the the new the season, remake. yeah, the new season is coming out, so I'm very excited to see if they'll actually, because I feel like they have to address that and, like, rectify it, because otherwise, you know, I'm personally not going to be very happy. Um, mm. What else were we talking about? I um, wrote down the other shows that we talked about. Um, Jane the Virgin. Was that you who brought that up? That was me. Yes. Um, I think, like... The main character, she has a relationship with a bi man and she doesn't handle it very well, but the whole point of it is, like, her, I guess, the conversation about it's, like, just him living his life and he's attracted to her and it doesn't mean that, like, the him being bi doesn't mean that he's going to cheat on her or anything like that. Um, and I think it does bring up an important conversation, but I also... There's another character in that show who is kind of quite a cold... Um, ruthless woman but also is that petra yes petra Um, Um, i haven't watched the show i just watched the gay bits (laughs) 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 but she's seen as um like being in relationships with men and having children with men and all that kind of stuff um and i think she does actually use the word by um when she realizes that she's attracted to this woman who's in her life um but then now thinking about it it's kind of she says things like um that she's never felt this way before and like i don't know she's like she uses by well that they the program writers use by but then they say that she didn't really feel for men mm. and so i feel like that kind of brings up that problematic thing where it's like it's like a halfway point and then you're going to move on and like yeah it feels a little bit like that yeah um there's also the small counterpoint that like you're still bisexual even if you're attracted to one guy and like the rest is girls yeah. or yeah, yeah, like yeah. vice versa or any combination in between. Yeah. No. It's like 50-50. Yeah, yeah. I think that was like on the bingo thing as well. It's like yeah. what percentage are you? Like yeah. it's you can be 50-50, you can be 80-20, you can yeah. be yeah. anything like yeah, and I think I used to think that. I used to, like, do that to myself. I was like, right, I think today I'm 90-10. You know, <laughs> shut up. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's such a good point. I think what you were saying, Charlie, about, like, there's this idea. I can think of, like, a few movies. Like, I think of, like, Carol, right? Like, when, um, who's Rennie Mari's character? I can't remember her name. I have a really um, sad confession. I haven't watched Carol. Okay, that's fair enough. I'm really sorry. I will watch I it. I just love Kate Blanchett, but um, no such crush on Kate Blanchett. She's always in pantsuits. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> I, I think this is always this idea of what you were saying, like that uh, like a woman like meets another woman and then it's like, you know, it's like she never actually liked the man mm. kind of thing. And it's like, I don't know, there's... There is that, mm. definitely. There is 100% that. But there's also liking both, I think. Mm. And mm. I'm thinking of um, Grace and Frankie, the TV show. There's, has anyone seen Grace and Frankie? I've seen I the ads. seen the ads. Well, basically, <laughs> I feel like a bad gay right now. I feel like <laughs> a bad I'll send you a list. Um, but basically there's there's two women and their husbands, and their husbands have, um, are basically, like, they leave the woman and marry each other. Oh, wait, I've watched the first episode of that. I yeah. Sorry. Great TV. I'm such a fan. I love it. Um, but one of the characters, Sol, is, like, kind of shows, like, that he's still kind of in love with Frankie, who's his 
ex-wife um but they're still just like oh you're you're gay like you're with this man and I don't know it's not like a a kind of catastrophic point but it is still just kind of like Mm -hmm. that like no one ever says it no one ever like you know and it might be that he just loves her as like a in like kind of we were talking about like platonic love and like affection and um you know feeling like such kind of a bond with someone but he also like really struggles with it and it's still kind of this idea of like oh but you're you're in love with this man so you're you're just gay you know like yeah and I totally think that's like a a trend that we see in like tv of like this character has been presented as straight and has been in heterosexual relationships for like a couple seasons and then like they suddenly throw in like a same gender relationship and then they're like all of those other relationships Mm. are no longer valid and they didn't have those feelings anymore and it's like when that really shouldn't happen it's like your past relationships aren't invalidated by the ones that you have now or that you'll have in future and that sort of thing yeah i have a note on um platonic versus romantic but more like romantic versus sexual is that um I find as a bi person I'm generally more sexually attracted to women but more romantically attracted to men and that always makes relationships a little bit weird. Mm. Um, like I'm definitely still get like romantic attraction towards women and sexual attraction towards men but it's not necessarily like this thing where I like them in the same way. Mm. Like it's different feelings and I like men and women often for different things and like non-binary people for different things and it's, mm. yeah. I totally get have you ever identified with the labels of like people talk about like heterosexual homo romantic or like homosexual mm. hetero romantic? Like, mm. is that something you sort of like play around with or think about? Or? I have thought about that, but then I'm also like I definitely still do get romantic and sexual feelings for both in yeah. all genders. Um, but yeah, it is something that I think about in terms of like where I'm at and who I'm attracted to and how I'm attracted to them. Mm. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was um, a point that. It's, yeah. yeah, not always so, like, binary and, yeah. you know, yeah. Yeah, and, like, with, our, like, workshops that we do with Inside Out, we do talk quite a bit about, like, how there are so many different ways to be attracted to people, mm-hmm. um, like, you know, romantic, platonic, um, sexual, all those sort of, like, attractions Emotional. and feelings, you know, sometimes they interact, sometimes they don't, and, like, you know, as long as you can identify them and, you know, that sort of thing, like, you're sweet, you're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sophie just burped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Such an animal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's a really good point. Yeah. And also, like, um, with like your own personal identities, like your your gender identities or anything like that, do you think those interact with your bias at all, or like how you interact with you know your relationships or any of that sort of thing? somebody take it away um i think generally being a trans person i find being sexual very uncomfortable um like i'd like to be able to be sexual with people because i like i would like that connection but also like in terms of where i'm at with my body and like how people are viewing me it's like something that i would be thinking about the whole time Mm. which i think is generally like something that a lot of people who have issues with their body do anyway regardless of whether you're cis or trans or wherever you are on the spectrum but it's just like amplified um Mm. but yeah I think like I was doing a referral um appointment for top surgery the other day 
and the the one of the questions was how I would feel not having sensation in my nipples post top surgery in terms of sex and I was like I don't really feel comfortable with anyone being near that area currently so it's yeah it's mm. things that cis people were like hmm this could be an issue but it's like no it can't <laughs> because like sex in that way is not currently something that I'm comfortable with in the body that I'm in so it's like yeah yeah How about how about the rest of you? Give us your hot take. Um, what do I what do I think about this? Well, yeah, I mean, um, me and my girlfriend both identify as like bi or pan. Um, so I think I was saying to um, everyone in a break that um, that in itself is like such an extra level of identifying the same way as someone else that you kind of feel like um, there's that level of understanding. I think and um, on that issue in general. Um, which you often don't get in a relationship, for me personally, um, with other identities. Um, so I think I'm really fortunate on that front that we can kind of communicate about that. Um. I know that, like, um, with my current relationship, like, before I was getting into it, when I was still sort of, like, browsing the dating pool, you know, just dating mostly guys and then, like, girls as well, but then um, I matched with my partner and I was like, yeah, they, they seem like a great person, but I can't do that because I'm bi. And bi means binary, right? Yeah. And I was like quite biphobic towards myself yeah. um, until I realized that was stupid. <laughs> I was yeah. like, what's the point in limiting myself because of like a label? And then I realized that that label doesn't actually mean that anyway. Yeah. So um, now that I'm dating a non-binary person, it's been great to sort of explore extra things as well and not sort of limit myself towards like society's views on what they think bisexuality means mm. yeah um, yeah it's a little weird tangent but yeah yeah no for sure yeah and like i totally get what you're saying sophie with like and you as well like um having like it's amazing to have like differences with people because you learn so much through them but also having people be on the like understand you on that like mm. intrinsic level is sort of really liberating and I feel like as well with so many different identities like I find it with being non-binary and from what I've heard from all of you it's like with being bi and being pan as well it's like having to constantly explain what like how you feel or mm. what you know, that label means to people. I feel like there is so much, like, there's such a good, you know, connection through just understanding people, you know? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. I think um, one of the things I was um, thinking about just when you were saying that compass was I think a lot of, for me, bisexuality kind of always meant, like, growing up that, like, it wasn't, like, queer enough, I think. Mm -hmm. Like, it wasn't, like, you sort of feel like there's, you know, you don't really have it kind of hard I think is probably one of the um the things that I always thought about like oh but it's actually kind of all good and um it like I think for me it was really kind of acknowledging that it is an identity and it is part of a you know the queer community and um and just because it's you know everyone's got different experiences doesn't mean it's not valid I think that's my side point <laughs> I have a note on that um in terms of like by people who are in straight relationships and people thinking that that means that their life is easier or they're less queer. Mm. Um, 
that people who are reading you as a straight person are erasing your identity and like that doesn't make you any less bi. Yeah. Like I yeah, I was having a conversation with a friend a while ago about it and he's like, I don't feel like I can identify with that label because I'm in a relationship with a woman and I've never had a relationship with a man kind of thing. Yeah. Um but then it's and he's yeah, talking about how people read him and what his relationship is seen as compared to how he actually feels kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. I feel like that is a misconception of being like just because you're like attracted to someone of like the opposite gender doesn't mean that it's any less hard to like hide or not disclose a part of your identity. Like mm-hmm. yeah. Well, we've been going for a solid hour and seven minutes, so I reckon we you might be listening to yeah. us, right? <laughs> yeah. We might have to like wrap up, I reckon. Yeah. Um, but do any of you have any final comments or thoughts or anything like that? I just think it's been cool, like talking to all of you about this, and um, and it is like such a um, it's cool to kind of hone in on the. Sp- specificity is that the right mm-hmm. word of bisexuality or pansexuality um as an identity because I think a lot of the time we do just sort of kind of all talk about being queer and that's um awesome but I think it's cool to kind of dissect that as well and see what that means for for different people with different identities um as well as bisexuality you know yeah. Thank you for letting me invite myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I told Charlie that we're doing a bi episode, and I was like, <laughs> Charlie was like, oh, I can, I can oh, come and I'll do that. And I was like, yes, please, Charlie, <laughs> yes, please. Uh, yeah, and I also uh, want to say that, like, thank you so much for coming in and talking to me. It's very nice of you. Um, it would have been pretty awkward if I tried to do this by myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, but also, like, I think a lot of what this comes down to is like a label can't tell you what you know about yourself but it's there's so much power in being able to find community through that and whether you know you describe your attractions through by being bi by being pan by being queer or poly or any of those other you know labels or terms like you're all valid and i love all of you thanks canvas yeah thank you yeah all right ciao till next time bye